Hey friends, this is Mary from the Mary Movement Podcast. We tell true stories that will inspire, encourage, and warm your heart. So join the movement at themerrymovement.com. Big thanks to Turntable for sponsoring today's podcast. Make sure you contact them to meet your hospitality and catering needs. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram at Turntable LLC or on Twitter at Turntable EVV. And if you haven't had a chance to check out their food, it is quite amazing. Go to Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, check out the pictures. And trust me, the food tastes better than it looks, and it looks amazing. So thanks again, the Turntable, for sponsoring today's show. Now, on to Courtney Johnson. Thank you for having me. Long time coming here. I don't know. It's supposed to happen a long time ago, but I'm here now. So yeah, that's what matters, right? Everything Definitely. in the in its proper time. So you do a lot of things. What most people probably recognize you from is the young and established. Yeah. Uh, is this your creation? Yeah, it's been about four, almost five, five years now since wow. I started. Uh, God put a vision on me to to come back home. And uh, to start a movement, actually, I tell people all the time it was a movement that turned into a group, a group that turned into a nonprofit. So okay. didn't really know what direction I was headed in. I just had a passion for for giving back and helping people. So okay. it, it made sense for me to come home and help people that I've been knowing. I mean, family, friends. It's it's different when you're helping people that you're familiar with and people that you grew yeah. up with instead of going to some city and just kind of piggybacking off of what somebody else is doing. Sure. So. Yeah, it's been about five years, and we've accomplished a lot. I feel like we've had a huge impact in the city, and we want to continue to do that. Now, is it you mentioned coming back? You were you grew up in Evansville, right? But then, grew up in Evansville, but when I went to school, I went to Kentucky Wesleyan first, and then I transferred to Indiana State. So I was at Indiana okay. State for a few years, and uh, I didn't come home much except for the holidays. Sure. And uh, there was a lot of things that was going on back at home, but obviously, even if you're just an hour or two hours away, you're not home. So I was hearing about all the things that were that were going on, but I wasn't here. So gotcha. when okay. I came back, I went to USI and finished up at USI. So that's when I really got like hands on and really involved in the community. So okay. And then you know, you mentioned how it's you know coming back and starting something. A lot of times, if people know you, they're not. It's hard to listen to. People you know, right? I mean, yeah. have you run into that at all or have it been pretty accepting, I guess? I feel like for the most part, people have been accepting. I know when I first got started, I didn't know what I was doing. I tell people all the time, having a nonprofit, it was uh, just a learning experience. Yeah. I didn't know anything about a 501c3. I didn't know where to start. Mm-hmm. Getting a lawyer, getting an LLC, getting things trademarked, like th- that kind of stuff is... I didn't learn that like in school or anything. So I had to oh. do my own research and I had to reach out to people. But I feel like for the most part, people support or support it when I first was getting started. And uh, the community is the reason why I feel like we thrive mm-hmm. because uh, people really believe in what we're doing. And sure. obviously you can, you can see the support through our annual events, our fundraisers and whatnot. So without the community, I don't, I don't think we'd be, we would have been able to accomplish like most of the things that we've accomplished thus far. Yeah. So what did you go to school for then? I went to Indiana state for PR. So huh? uh, public relations didn't really know what I wanted to do. I yeah. just kind of, wanted to get involved with communications and uh, I love speaking. So I'm like, I might as well just jump into that. And sure. then uh, when I came here, I got into ready on TV okay. at USI. So this is why this is a passion of mine, man. Yeah. Being on a podcast, radio, 
TV, any of that stuff, man. I yeah. just I have a passion for it. So that's my other passion besides helping people. Yeah. Well, it's I mean, it's hard for people that don't. I mean, you either comfortable or you're not. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, especially when the cameras are on. I guess that's yeah. even, that's it harder. I know there's certain people that can that can be on TV, and there's certain people like us that like me that can't. <laughs> TV's uh, not as comfortable. It's a little different. I tell yeah. people. I tell people even before I took the classes and whatnot, I was I was comfortable, but there was little things that uh, I was taught, and uh, just little things as far as being on TV, saying uh, and and rocking back and forth, right. like little things that you just don't even sure, notice, yeah. even though you're comfortable. Is the stuff that you would do, and I feel like that helped me a lot. Just taking those classes, and uh, I mean, there were some great professors out there at USI. And yeah, the school is just a great school all the way around. But um, I love radio. And and again, I want to kind of tap into that. So I'm happy yeah. I'm, I'm on the podcast for the first time, oh, and hopefully it's not the last. Oh, but yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, we'll see how the ratings are. We'll <laughs> um, so the Young and Established, uh, you do a lot of things in the community. Most recently, I guess, that I'm aware of, at least, is the, mm-hmm. the backpack drive. Definitely. Um, so where does this come from for you? Where Why are you so, I guess, community-minded? So like the certain like events as far as the backpack drive, those are just things that I see in the community when I'm doing different things as mm-hmm. far as I didn't even mention the mentor and I'm sure we'll get into that. Yeah. But I just see things that I can be a part of or that I need to create to either get people involved or help others. So the backpack drive, for example, we I think that was our fourth or fifth. It's so many different things, man. I think that was our fifth one. And uh, the whole partnership with the library, mm-hmm. I thought it was a good idea. I'm, I'm a huge reader. I love, I live close to the library, so I'm in there, the Central okay. Library. I'm in yeah. there all the time. So I thought it would be a, a good idea to partner with them as far as getting the kids in the library. So the whole thing was to have the backpack drive inside the library, but you couldn't get a backpack unless you went through the line as far mm-hmm. as getting a library card. So Yeah, good idea. Some kids don't have access to Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. They don't go to the library. They've never been in the library and don't understand the resources that are in the library as far as just books alone, man. I mean, yeah. that's just so much knowledge in there. And I try to get my kids that I mentor in there, but just having a backpack drive there, you have four to 500 or some people. Most of them have been in the library, but mm-hmm. the library was amazing with uh, waiving fees, getting these kids signed up for library cards nice. and just having books out there that, uh, most kids might be interested in. So that was the whole plan as far as not only just supplying school supplies and backpacks, but getting kids signed up for library cards and, and waiving fees, man. So yeah. we did about four, uh, 457, wow. I think, backpacks. And I can't remember the number as far as how many kids got signed up for library cards. But, I mean, it was a huge turnout, man. We started yeah. at four. People were there at 150 or 130, yeah. something oh like that. Gosh. So it was crazy. It was packed. I remember seeing pictures uh, just of the, I was like, that is a lot. Yeah, it was a, a lot, lot of people, kids. man. <laughs> it was it was a little stressful for for the the <laughs> library. They they wasn't expecting so many different right, people, yeah. but yeah, it was packed packed out. So you mentioned reading, and that is one of the things I wanted to talk to you about. Because I see when you post about like the books you're reading now and all of that. So where do you? I guess where do you find these these books, or is this some? So does somebody uh, like? give you ideas or are you just finding these? Or? I just find them, man. I, it's crazy because I never used to like to read growing up. I was not a big reader. Yeah. But uh, one of the, the things that I tell people, once you find a book that you're interested in, I'm a huge John Maxwell fan. Okay. I mean, he's he's big on leadership. Mm-hmm. And uh, I picked up one of his books and just fell in love, man. And I, I told myself I'm going to read every single one of his books, 
not knowing that he has <laughs> hundreds of books. So it's like, yeah, I don't, I haven't read all the books yet, but I read a lot of them and then that just continued. So I just pick up a lot of books that, uh, that can inspire me, motivational books and just stuff that can, uh, pretty much just uplift me. And I tell people, once you find that book mm. that, uh, you really can fall in love with, you'll, you'll continue to, to pick up books. And that's kind of what happened with me. One of the other things that you guys did was recently, I guess is the boys to men conference. Oh yeah. And, so I know that, I mean, that, that has I, just the concept alone, it, it it's men, combines mentoring mm-hmm. and it combines the helping out with the youth. Yeah. Um, can you talk a little bit about that and how that came to be? So I saw that in Chicago, actually, there was a boys demand conference that they did a long time ago and I wanted to do it last year, mm. but it came up so fast. I wanted to do sure. it in the summertime when kids were not in school, but we have the Dust Bowl, which is one of our, our big yeah. events. So that was coming up and we had to prepare for that. So I wasn't able to do it last year, but this year I was like, I I have to make it happen. So the thing is, I I mentor 11 kids and then I see that there's a lot of kids that need mentors as well. So I'm like, how can I reach more kids without getting more kids? Because 11 is already too much. But so the the thing was, I wanted to pour into some young men and uh, figure out how we could do that. And the thing was just have a a workshop or have a few workshops, bring people in to speak to these kids. So we had three fast paced workshops. Uh, Alex Burden, huge shout out to him. Uh, Josh Calhoun. Cousin Alex. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) Cousin Alex. He he jumped on board. Josh Calhoun jumped Uh on board. And then uh, a frat brother of mine from Western Kentucky, which he's all American. uh, He he came down and spoke to the kids. So we had uh, professionalism. We talked about professionalism, professionalism, uh, making the right choices, and uh, just a bunch of different things. Cool. So one of the workshops, Josh Calhoun did an amazing job as far as teaching kids how to tie ties and just just teaching them the yeah. basics that you and I probably grew up. Uh, if you sure, had a father yeah. figure, I mean, my father taught me how to tie a tie and those kind mm-hmm. of things. So Josh just did an amazing job with that. And then, uh, like I said, Alex talking about making the right choices. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of kids don't get that. They don't hear that. So sure, I yeah. thought it was a. Uh, just a great idea to have that man sauce came through with the food. We had a yeah. yeah vendor. We had a vendor back out last minute, and again, I'm one of those guys that kind of just go with the flow, man. I don't panic. I don't stress. I made a right. Facebook post, and uh, Samantha Bennett, she's an amazing person, made it all happen, man. She put it on her Facebook, and within 30 minutes, I mean, we had food, water, yeah, everything. Right, so, yeah. I mean, that's again, that's the kind of stuff that being home and doing some of the things that we're doing. I mean, you just have so many people that support you. And uh, that just alone right there is a perfect example of, of why, I mean, why we're doing what we're doing is important and mm-hmm. we just have so much support. So yeah, that that was amazing, man. And it turned out pretty good. We had about 60, 60 something kids. Uh, the goal was 50 because the first one, we kind of wanted to just start small, which right. that's really not small, but no. 60 kids, <laughs> 60 plus kids, man. And they're really just, empowering them and they left inspired you could just feel it and they were excited like when's the next one so right that's in the plans right now as far as trying to get another one okay. planned uh before the year is up yeah not one and done kind of thing oh yeah yeah we yeah. got to keep that going for sure in this dust bowl that's you and and alex as well basically yeah alex and i brought it back yeah uh the history of the dust bowl i don't know if you're familiar with it but it's a it's some history behind the Dust Bowl. It's been going on, man, probably before I was even born. I was a little dude going up to the Dust Bowls, mm-hmm. and uh, it was mainly just basketball. 
you would go watch basketball yeah. and you have all your friends there. It was a, a week long tournament. You had people from all over the tri-state playing in this tournament. And uh, it was just fun to, to be out there and hang out. But of course, right. you got a lot of people in one place. Things will happen. And uh, make a long story short, there was an incident. A young man was shot and killed at, at the Dust Bowl. And this was always, I'm terrible with dates and stuff, man. It was probably like six or seven years okay. ago. And uh, they took the Dust Bowl away. And uh, it was just uh, an event that people look forward to in the summertime. It's always in the inner city at a park, Bellmead, or Parkside. Mm -hmm. And uh, people always look forward to going. So when they took it away, a lot of people were just devastated, man. And they were asking, like, if we're ever going to have it. And I'm like, well, or if we're ever going to get it back. And I'm like, we might as well go ahead and do it yeah. and uh, bring it back. So at the time, I started uh, Together We'll Stop the Violence campaign. There was a lot of violence going on, not only in Evansville, but in Chicago, Indianapolis, mm -hmm. where a lot of my friends and stuff are at. And uh, I was like, I might as well start a campaign, start our own campaign through Young and Established. So we did that. And then I thought it would be a great idea to bring back the Dust Bowl since it ended because of violence. So uh, I reached out to Chief Bowling. And we had a sit down with uh, the president of NAACP, which is Reverend Arnold. Uh, he was at the time. And uh, we just talked. And I told them that I think it would be a good idea. But also, if we bring the police on board, it would help with the relationships as far as the police in, in the mm -hmm. community. So yeah. there was a lot of things that just tied into us bringing it back. And uh, we didn't want it to just be about basketball. So mm -hmm. we made it more of a family environment as far as getting vendors, yeah. uh, getting not just food vendors, but USI, Ivy Tech, veteran, having these people come up there and with their information mm -hmm. and just building those relationships. So it really uh, turned out pretty good, man. This was our fourth year this year, and uh, it just continues to grow and get bigger and bigger and bigger. So huge shout out to EBD yeah. and uh, Chief Boland because uh, he, he was really all for it. And after we had that meeting, I just went ahead and kept the ball rolling. So yeah. And you're doing other things with the police uh, department Definitely. as well, right? Yeah, Uniting Evansville is an organization. Uh, we're going to be a 501c3 mm -hmm. soon. But it's another organization that was started with a, a good group of guys. And also there was a, a young lady that was on, on board at the time. Mm -hmm. But um, that was the same thing, building relationships. We wanted to bridge the gap between the police and people in the community. So we got a, a group, a great group of people together mm -hmm. and we created uh, Uniting Evansville. It's, it's funny because it started off as a conversation from the Dust Bowl, a police officer, uh, Josh Brewer, which is a good friend of mine, mm -hmm. reached out to me and we had a set down with a mutual friend and we just had a conversation. The conversation led into another conversation that led into us getting a group of people together and then Uniting Evansville was born. So it's just those kind of things that take place, man. And I tell people yeah. we don't, I don't plan these things or we didn't have this plan, but great things come from just relationships and conversations. So that's what happened. And uh, we're still doing some things out in the community. And yeah. that, that organization is getting bigger by the day too. Yeah. And no, I went to the, one of them, what was, uh, it was like a round table discussion. Yeah. And that was, it was pretty interesting because you had a police officer at each table and, mm -hmm. and then they were able to just talk with, and you could talk with about whatever you wanted to really. Anything. Yeah. But, and it was, it, it went really well. I thought, I mean, there were some grievances at, at the table yeah. we had, but, uh, but it was nice to be able to see that, that kind of, uh, collaboration. Definitely. And I, and we tell people all the time, I think it starts with relationships. That's, that's one yeah. of the biggest things as far as with mentoring, I know with my kids, they didn't know a police officer by, by a first name basis. So sure. I know growing up, I knew 
uh, Chief Bolin or Billy Bolin and uh, some other police officers. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important because you got to know like a police officer. I feel like you should know a police officer by a first name basis. And uh, a lot of them didn't. And a lot Mm -hmm. of people in the community don't. And uh, that was one of our things is just really letting people know that at the end of the day, uh, Josh is Josh. He's not the police officer Josh or anything like that. So I feel like when you get a relationship with with someone, you build a relationship that helps. Mm -hmm. And uh, just building that trust and everything else comes with that. So that was the whole thing with uh, Uniting Evansville. And not only that, but the Dust Bowl and having the police on board with us, bringing back the Dust Bowl was important. So, yeah. So, uh, there's a couple of things I usually like to ask people here. One of them is, is there a, you know, Evansville specifically, is there like a hidden gym or thing going on in Evansville that you think people don't know about that sh- they should know about? There's a lot of things. As far as I would say hidden gym, I tell people one of the best things about Evansville, uh, people think it's, it's a big little city. I tell people that all the time, but what other city can you just connect and make these connections? Like, I mean, I have the mayor's number in my phone. I have yeah. Chief Bowling's number in my phone. Like, I think if I was in a, a bigger city, the things that I'm trying to do would be way more difficult oh, than yeah. it is being here in Evansville and just being able to reach out and make those connections. If I don't know the person, there's somebody that I do know that knows that person that can make that connection. So I think that's one of the gems, man, just networking and putting yourself out there. And, mm-hmm. and Evansville is a great place if you're trying to create and build something. And I tell people all the time that uh, I, I love the city, man, and it, it's home. So doing mm-hmm. the things that I'm doing is just it's beautiful to see it grow in the city that I grew up in. So people always ask, uh, are you leaving or why are you not right, right. in a bigger city and this and that? And I'm, I'm like, I'm here for a reason, man. God brought me back here for a reason. And when you know your purpose, it's like you know what you're here for. And that's mm-hmm. what I tell people. So the gym, I think, for that is you can make some great connections here in Evansville and not saying you can't do that in other cities, but it's definitely a lot easier to do it here. And you have sure, uh, yeah. some support and some people that will get behind what you're doing. So, yeah. Yeah. I saw you at the ease for everyone launch a couple months ago. Yeah. And I don't know if you've been much involved with it since then. Are you, what do you think about that whole? I'm, I'm thing? big on branding, man. Yeah. So I, I love the whole concept of uh, trying to brand the city of Evansville mm-hmm. and I, I'm actually getting more involved. Uh, I just went to an event that they had as far as giving out more information on how you can get involved. Right, right. And, and Ross Chapman was a part of that and Mary as well. And uh, I mean, I think it's great. Mm-hmm. The whole branding thing is, is something that I feel like we need. And I don't think it, it hurts. So to, to yeah. have a brand and, and to have something that people can be a part of and get behind. So right. anytime somebody is trying to do something positive, I'm all for it. And right. I think some people are afraid of change. So anytime you're doing something that people are not familiar with or, or it's something yeah. that, again, is going to change things, people are afraid of that. So I, I think a lot of people are behind it and the right people are are pushing it and, and more and more people are going to get behind it. So, I mean, they have my support for sure. And I'm yeah. going to do more as far as getting involved with that. Okay. Uh, one thing I did want to ask you when I was looking up stuff about you, I'm going to establish um, Josh Perkins from yeah. Gonzaga. Uh-huh. How'd that happen? <laughs> Man, to be honest, Jay Quan. Uh, Jay Quan is a good friend. And uh, just him playing with him, I met him at a game. This is when they okay. were uh, in high school still. Okay. Uh, I, I think 
I don't know if they were still in high school or what. What I met him through Jaquan, basically. And uh, he was like, I love what you guys are doing and I want to support it. So yeah. to be honest, he still is in contact with us. He still follows the page and he's nice. still like I reached out when uh, they were in the final four and I reached out. And I mean, they still support. And I tell people all the time, social media is amazing. I mean, there's people. It's crazy. Uh, Victor Holodipo, like he supports. Uh, we got Paul George. There's a lot of like people, not just basketball players yeah, either, but there's but, a lot of people that through social media, man, or through knowing the right people, right? Uh, you can you can get in contact with these guys, man. Our, our women as well. It's a smaller, smaller world all the time, right? Definitely, man. Yeah, for those who don't know, Josh Perkins, he, he's a guard for Gonzaga, and they were in the the against they were playing in the championship against yeah, North they Carolina. Yeah, they, they like, lost, I don't man. want to talk about the <laughs> result as a Duke fan, but uh, yeah, uh, go Zags. Um, yeah, no, I thought it was pretty cool though. I was like, "Wow, how, you got quite the reach." That <laughs> yeah, man. We try to get we try to get as many people as we can on board, even if it's just wearing a t shirt. Sure, man, yeah. it's still supporting branding, so, man. Like that's said. what it's all about. Yeah, the branding piece, man. And is there something in Evansville uh, that, or not in Evansville, that you wish we had? <sighs> I tell people, uh, there's if there's something that I wish we had, I'm either trying to be a part of it mm-hmm. or. I either try to create it. I think having the promise on here, that that's huge. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know how much time we got. I'm going to go into the, I mean, the whole promise zone thing, but I think uh, the promise zone and, and what they're doing downtown is great. And uh, I, I just feel like with the kids, I have a passion for helping people, man. There, mm-hmm. There's a, there's not a lot for the kids to do. And the kids that I mentor and the kids that I'm around 24 seven, I'm in the schools outside of school. I'm hanging with certain kids and yeah, Growing up, there was a lot, man. I mean, as far as roller skating, there was a uh, right next to Bellmead Park. Now it's the Boys and Girls Club, but mm-hmm. there was a ton of things for us to do. And I noticed, and this is not just me speaking from experience, but just as far as kids too that I talk to, they have nothing to do. So I, I don't know if there's a certain thing that I I would say, but I would just say there's more. I wish there was more for the kids to do, right? Because um, I mean, this summer kind of proved that there was a lot of kids that didn't have anything to do. So when you don't have anything to do, you you sometimes tend to get in some trouble. Mm. But uh, I would just say, man, trying to create more things for our youth and um, giving them something to do. And right. I know there's a lot of great things out here, but again, there, there, it, won't, it wouldn't hurt to have more because I know there's a lot of kids, again, that I mentor and mm. that I'm around that tell me these things. They wish they had this or I wish we had somewhere to go on the weekends and, and those kind of things. So okay. that would be a... The only thing that that I would say, bringing something for our youth. Hmm. So, okay. and I'm I'm trying to work on some stuff too. I, mean, yeah. I can't do it all, but I'm, I'm definitely <laughs> but trying. You're to, trying, yeah. I'm trying <laughs> to trying to put something in place too to to give back and and do something for these these kids. Yeah, man. Do you ever sleep, or is this a? <laughs> I don't. I tell people all the time. I don't even need that much sleep. I'm a uh, four four or five hours. That's really oh, all wow. I need, that would man. Be nice. Yeah, that, that's yeah. it. That's all I need to to keep going. And I tell people I have a a whole routine. And when I get up in the morning, uh, I, I go through the process. Of course, I pray first and do my push ups. And mm-hmm. first thing I do if I if I touch my phone is turn on motive, like a motivational speaker or something. Mm-hmm. Les Brown, uh, TD Jakes, or or somebody. I don't wake up and go straight to my phone. I tell people that's. I, I will be overwhelmed because of the emails and all of that. So I, I, I go right. through the whole process of just my, my daily routine of, of getting my mind and stuff right before I actually 
touch my phone and and, and get out here and, and go to work. So mm-hmm. I think that keeps me uh, grounded because it can definitely be stressful, man. I, I, I didn't even name everything, but I'm a part of the Promise Zone freelance marketing. I have a nonprofit. Uh, I have a mentoring program. Yeah. And those are just a few of the things that I'm doing. But, I mean, you can be overwhelmed, man, for sure, yeah. with people reaching out emails phone calls and then right. social media and all of that like i have a lot of different accounts for for myself personal accounts yeah my nonprofit, and then other things that i do as well so hmm. it can drain you man <laughs> yeah i wasn't thinking about that you get the people reaching out aspect of it daily yeah that daily that, i mean not that it's it's not a bad thing but it can be if it's draining just because it's a it's taking your resources and yeah for sure yeah and and it's it's something I tell people. I'm one of those guys that uh, if somebody reaches out to me, I feel like I need to answer back. I right, mean, yeah. there's people that ask me questions about Young and Established or how they can get involved or even how I got started with some sure. of the stuff that I'm doing or just yeah, just basic simple questions. I just wanted to get to know me. So when I tell people that there's a lot going on, like I really mean, it. I do have a lot going on as right. far as uh, just my personal life and then everything that I'm trying to accomplish and do. Yeah. So you get to, and do you get to have a personal life? Do you get to? I do. I do. I feel like okay. uh, my family, man, I, I spend a lot of time with my family. And mm-hmm. then one of the things also is uh, that that time I need for myself. I tell people that's why I read a lot. Yeah. But um, at night I try to I try to shut down. And when I'm in my room man, I'm I'm in my room, <laughs> like the door is yeah. locked. I can focus and, and just relax. I turn my phone off, mm-hmm. get a good book. Our Netflix, man, our, our Hulu, or our something yeah. that just, just something yeah. you can kind of unplug and and just relax, just, man. Yeah, just to, you're like okay, this is my time. Yeah, you need <laughs> recharge that. the batteries. That's exactly what I do, man. I try to at least. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, got any good book recommendations? I'm always looking. Ooh, I got a bunch, I mean, man. I know so. the John Maxwell collection. Yeah, <laughs> the John Maxwell while, collection, but, uh, man. <laughs> but is uh, anything, is anything recent that sticks out for you that? I would say uh, People Over Profit. Mm. Uh, that that was a good book. Okay. I also just read uh, Live It. And I'm not giving you any authors. That's, that's terrible. Love Does, Bob Goff. Bob I Goff, if, I yeah. read that one, yeah. Oh, man, that, that yeah. book right there changed my life. That dude, I got that, a whole that dude can't be real. I mean, the way he, <laughs> <laughs> you read that, hey, you're like, how are you a real person? I'm telling you, man, that, that kind of stuff <laughs> inspires me. But yeah. like, like here, man, I, I got it on my phone. I just brought it up. I have a bunch of different books that I've read this year, man. I'm at 40, 42 Dang. this year. You're a couple ahead of me. Yeah, man. I, <laughs> some of my short reads too, I tell people, but yeah. it, it takes your mind to a whole nother level. And then just the stories and, and the knowledge that are in these books. Man, now you're just, reading all like nonfiction, yeah. um, motivational or that's, that's whatever basically. you want to call it. But yeah. yeah. Um, okay. You're not, re- you're not reading any like, crime novels or nah man <laughs> people like are that. trying to get me on harry potter and i'm like i yeah, haven't forget it yeah I, I i might try that later on down the road but you're, i'm like i'm not there yet yeah, like unpopular opinion alert yeah. <laughs> you're, not, you're not missing anything <laughs> yeah so i haven't got there yet but um yeah those, those are some some of the reads that i just knocked out uh past couple of months but there's a ton of them, man. There's yeah. a lot of great books out here. And you you will, I mean, you'll post some of your reading stuff that you oh, yeah, like. At. So definitely. if anybody was curious, they can, if they follow you. Where's the best way, way to follow you right now? Is like any of the, I know you're like on everything. Yeah, like, I'm on everything. LinkedIn, Facebook. Obviously, those are just my name, Courtney Johnson. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have I have Instagram, Twitter, and that's just Courtney 
LJ underscore, and then you have all the young and established accounts, and that's just young and established spelled out on our on our Instagram and on our Facebook as well, and then Twitter is underscore capital Y and spelled out capital E underscore, and uh, yeah, definitely follow us, man. I, I make sure we keep everything up to date. Yeah, and uh, our website youngandestablished.com, uh, everything is up to date on there as well. If you want to get involved and and contact us. All the information is there, man. So we, we definitely like to encourage and, yeah. and get people out in the community doing different things and, and getting involved. So Yeah, and new stuff happening all the time. All the time, man. Or if, they, if anybody has anything that they would like to do, I'm all yeah. up for, for new ideas of right. just putting just, something you on. You don't be bored. Yeah. <laughs> I try to stay busy, man. That, that's the best thing to do. I feel like staying busy is a good thing. Yeah. And, uh, definitely taking that time for yourself though i tell people that because people don't think i do they're like you're you're doing so <laughs> right. much for other people yeah. i'm like i definitely have to recharge i have to do stuff for me as well yeah. to to keep me going man because if not i like i told you i'll be drained and doing all the stuff sure, that, I, yeah. that i do so for sure yeah. all right well as long as i see you over at moe's every once in a while oh yeah yeah huge, huge shout out to moe's <laughs> to moe and, and moe's house that's a place that uh I, I definitely hang out at it's just a yeah. good vibe and a great place oh, yeah. so if you haven't been there check that out for sure yeah i'm usually there on thursdays and, and there you go. probably friday and saturday yeah. probably <laughs> yeah. we won't talk about that yeah definitely all right man well thanks i appreciate you coming on and i appreciate you having me good job everybody